and welcome to the noisiest intro of Attraction.gg podcast ever. Yes, we're at the Sim Racing Expo. This is the Fanatic Stand, the post-Friday after party. But on this particular episode where we talk about racing games, sim racing and racing esports, we're going to discuss the future of the company, its year, supply chain issues, new products, old products, and its general success with the CEO, Thomas Yakemeyer. So stay tuned for an insightful conversation from one of the world's biggest sim racing manufacturers. So, Thomas, pleasure to meet you again. How are you doing? All good. Sim Racing Expo, always exciting. Yeah, so, Fnatic with a big stand at the Sim Racing Expo. Is that your Formula 1 car? Yes, it is. Okay, that's quite a risk to have it on display, no? Um, Yeah, so, I'm watching it, so anybody who's getting close, I mean, I can... can Basically, he can take anything out of this booth, but not this car, yeah. Right, okay. Fine. But it's, it's still, it's good to be back at Sim Racing Expo in a new venue with more space. And the stand that you've got here is, is pretty special. So uh, it must be pleasing to see so many people playing on the simulators and trying the Fnatic products. Sim Racing Expo is always cool. I mean, you get in contact with your, with your fans, with your customers, with other, uh, other exhibitors, which yeah. would always we have a, a good and friendly relationship. So um, you see new cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Nice. Well, speaking of cool stuff, it's actually been a while now. Is it a couple of years since you announced the uh, smaller direct drive wheelbases? Now it's had time to be on the market for a while. How have you found the feedback? And has that been a really pivotal product line for Fanatec? Oh, I said Fanatec there, not Fanatec. Whoops. Oh, Let's actually, uh, officially, doesn't matter. Thank you. F- Fanatec, <laughs> Fanatec, whatever. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We, we sell extremely well when we have them. Yes. So uh, the CSLDD was not available, um, the, ba- the base model from the beginning of the year. With the GTDDs, we were sold out by the middle of the year. Um, and uh, so, yeah, they, they are super well appreciated. We, we, can, we could sell like crazy yeah. if we have them. Yeah? Right. So has that just been, let's just touch upon that briefly. Has that been quite frustrating if the, you've got all this demand and you can't get the products, right? Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Uh, you just made my day again. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it, but I never thought about it. Yeah, but, but saying that, yes, it's frustrating. Well, on the other side, I, we can't complain. I mean, this is, um, yeah. this is the, the, the best year of our 25-year uh, history. Wow. So this, okay. we, we never made more turnover than, uh, than, than we did this year despite having no products. Right. So this, this tells quite something. And... Um, uh, and I'm also finally we are. I see the light at the okay, end of the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. And so I, next year, boom. Hopefully. I, 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 I well, um, at, at least we can supply. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so production will start again uh, pretty soon. And from Q2 on, uh, I think we are totally uh, we are totally safe and back on track. We have tons of chips now ordered and and already in stock. Good. And uh, so the chip crisis is finally getting there. Yeah. To end. Yep. Okay, that's great news. And hopefully next year, like I say, supply is more plentiful. Uh, do you think those? Just going back to the uh, new direct drive innovations you had. Do you think you've helped push the whole industry forward? I, I, I hope we do, and, and, and we did in the past as well. I mean, this is why, uh, I mean, we introduced um, the, the low cell uh, to, to pedals. So we Fine. introduced uh, universal hubs, uh, tuning display, um, a whole, the whole idea of having an ecosystem. Um, 
affordable direct drives uh, is, is just one of uh, among many innovations we bring to the market and we are trying to push the boundaries and, and, and raise the bar even without competition. We don't yeah. need somebody else to, to push us. It's, it's just that we it's our own um, approach that, that yeah we just want to try to get better and, and deliver as much as we can. Yeah, brilliant. And speaking of trying to get better and innovation, we spoke earlier in the year at Spa-Francorchamps where uh, we were very kindly invited, thank you very much, but also we saw in person the Fanatec Esports GT Pro Series, which we talked about, which is quite innovative. It had its second season. Is Do you learn from the uh, pro level or the real world drivers doing esports to then uh, improve future products? You know, Are you taking inspiration from esports in any way to design different steering wheels, for example? Of course, and 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 uh, not just because for for sim racing. It's I mean now we have um, announced already three steering wheels which are used in actual cars. Right, Sebastian course. Loeb won the uh, Rally Monte Carlo this yeah, year, yeah. which is I know marked uh, in perfection. That <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have timed it better. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, BMW Bentley. Uh, so we we yeah. um, making. Um, sim racing uh, not not just sim racing wheels but also real world wheels and, and yeah. this means we get the, the feedback from the drivers who telling me okay the one I have this and that I mean of course you you, you ask 10 drivers you get 20 opinions um, but it was uh, uh, it, it was a very helpful and valuable uh, uh, process uh, for sure yeah and uh, speaking of relationships and partnerships out on the stand there and I've, I've seen it earlier in the year but you've got the Formula One uh, cockpit it's quite a big thing. And also, the company has a, a relationship with Formula One and F1 Esports and things like this. So, so how important is that relationship with the world's biggest motorsport for the company? I mean, <clears throat> our vision is to, to merge sim racing and, and motorsport. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, kind of Formula One started that in, in, or, or, or really kicked it off uh, as well with, with the Formula One Esports yeah. where they said okay we were, each team has two drivers in the, in the real car two drivers in, in, the, in the simulator I think that was quite innovative and cool um, and um, yeah so, so we are very happy to have a, a, a good relationship with them and, 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 and we are a little bit late with the cockpit but uh, we want to do it properly we want yeah, it, it has to it had to be uh, ultimately stiff and, 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 and nice looking and adjustable and all that and really have the um, 100% feeling like in a, in a Formula 1 car like the exact position I see and um, yeah I, I know how that feels or should feel so well going back to the start of the conversation <laughs> There's no one better in the sim racing industry to know what it feels like to drive a Formula 1 car, so that's pretty cool. And then, um, speaking of wanting, you said there you wanted to do things right, so better to wait and get it right. So is that what's happening with the Bentley wheel, for example? Um, yeah, the Bentley wheel is... Uh, I, mean, it, that was, I see it here again, and it looks amazing, as ever. And Yeah, and you should drive it as well. Uh, oh, is it on, on the stand? Yeah, well, we'll check and, it out. and you, can, you can see the... I mean, my favorite is still this level dis display, and, and we now got it yeah. uh, right, but it, it took quite a lot of development uh, effort, because in order to make that stable and, and, and not flickering or whatever, it was quite tricky. Uh, you need quite some processing power, and, and uh, also the, there was a lot of new things. Like I mean, the um, the structure is made of magnesium, right? Uh, which is which is well. I mean, there's no, no 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 purpose on sim racing. I know, but it's uh, well. I mean, they used it in the real car, and it, I think it's kind of cool to have exactly the same in, in, on on your rig. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very unique, especially to use magnesium in sim racing. So we'll see how that works out. Hopefully, we'll try it and. Uh, That'll be very exciting. 
outside of the products and the supply chain, I saw on LinkedIn recently a picture of you stood next to some rubble. Uh, so big plans, you know, from a business point of view, uh, not consumer facing, to have a new HQ, right? How's that going? That is, uh, I'm, I'm super excited about that. This is going to be really a, a, a super cool HQ. Uh, so we're making a really building a, a, a making a massive investment yeah. in, in Landsuit. and um, yeah, and and uh, and the purpose is really it's it's to have the the, the the perfect environment for our people to bring out the best out of it, uh, out of them. So uh, to have a creative environment. And uh, also to have to have a little bit of fun. I mean, there is okay. definitely there's a dedicated party area there. There's oh uh, really? And, Was that and the first thing designed? <laughs> dedicated party area. Of, okay, there we go. One of the first. <laughs> this is which is something actually I learned from uh, from Polyphony. Ah, where they, well, they yes. Make frequent parties uh, at the end of the month or week, whatever. Yes, and yes. I think this is a fantastic idea. I um, was privileged enough to see one of those last weekend, but that's another. That's for another time. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, we have a lot of uh, guys with sim racing backgrounds, so um, so we already have a, a, a karting championship. I said, ah, well, interesting. W- w- wouldn't it be cool to have a, a go kart track on the rooftop? No way. <laughs> so so what's the? Uh, it's like the old Fiat factory in uh, exactly, Turin, right? And exactly. they've got a test track. We're doing exactly the same, and it's and, it, and it's going to be a two floor rooftop uh, <laughs> a, a, a track. Yeah, so right. It's, uh, Okay, well, maybe when it's finished in a couple of years, we'll have this interview again on on the racetrack, on the roof. You're going to get an invitation for sure. (laughs) That'll be amazing. Um, Speaking about the sim racing industry on a macro level, obviously we're at a big expo here. How healthy do you think the industry's been now coming out of the pandemic? Just on a a general level, where do you see sim racing? I mean, if you, uh, just from an investor's point of view, public, the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of investors were, were uh, thought that, yeah, after the pandemic, everything, um, uh, the whole gaming market is going down because there are no more lockdowns. Right. Sim racing is totally different. I mean, we just kicked off. Pandemic was an extra kick, but it, I mean, we already had growth rates of 40% before that. Yeah? So um, it, it just accelerated it. And uh, now it's, it's, it's more healthy than ever. Like I said, we already... Yeah, the, the, the year is not even over, and we already uh, made the the, the record um, of all time without having any products in yeah. stock. So, um, from our point of view, but it's not just us. I, I, if if I talk to to our our friends uh, of uh, uh, colleagues, whatever in in the sim racing market, because uh, the space is big enough for every, for all of us, and all of them are growing. So yeah, it's. Exactly. Uh, uh, it's and this is a super comfortable position because we don't have to grab each other's market share and and, and, and yeah start a fight or something. Yeah, so yeah. there's space for everybody and then there's uh, so this is a, a very nice industry to be in at the moment. Yeah, and it's evolving quickly. Obviously, uh, I suppose final thoughts. It's 25 years of your company. This year, you've got the nice uh, museum over there on the stand again. But for the 26th year, what's next? Well, I mean, f- first of all, we, we, we're going to have products to sell. Yes. Uh, okay, that's that's uh, the first thing I want to want to check. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, and it also would be nice. You know, also R and D. We slowed down our R and D because we had to um, develop replacement electronics for the existing products. Right. So the, which the time was, was spent on the existing product, right? Which okay. was a pain in the, you know. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> 
and 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 because we I mean we spent all our R&D department and, and it was not just us I mean I, yeah. I heard that same story from uh, from everybody and uh, so next year we can finally bring out new products and cool products again um, interesting all right so um, and yeah just that's it <laughs> okay, no worries. Well, I've got to ask. It's my job. But uh, okay, well, Thomas, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy the rest of the expo, but also looking forward to seeing what's coming next year. Thank you too, and uh, same for you. Have fun. Brilliant. Will do. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us there, Thomas, during a very busy event that was much appreciated, and also thanks to the Fanatic team for organizing it. The company's got a very bright future ahead of it, I think, even though it's already been very successful. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, we do release a podcast every week in seasons on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want even more insight and interviews such as this, please do search Traction on your favorite podcast app. But for now, keep it pinned. Keep it pinned.